Hey guys, and welcome to the Appliance Alliance podcast. I am your host with the most equipment, Zach Ryder. And I am very excited for the second week alongside of me, my southern brother from another mother, Mr. EJ Magic Mike Johnson. Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, good to be back with you again today. Uh, we we really got a uh, a really good uh, podcast ready to go today. We're we're uh, interviewing somebody that's uh, leading the industry here and in, in the training market. Uh, we today we got uh, Chris Yoder. He's uh, with Dyer Academy. He's kind of the the main guy behind the scenes, making things happen. Uh, you know, helping to run the business. Uh, Chris, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Tell us about you. Yeah. Well, uh, except I'm Chris, uh, Heather Dyer is uh, my wife, so she's actually the one who started uh, the Academy back in 2013, uh, which was before, actually before we met. Uh, and um, to give you a little background on, on her and how that got started, uh, her family was in the appliance repair business. Uh, her father owned a service company. And uh, she really didn't, wasn't really going down that track. She went off to college, went to medical school uh, and was actually out, I believe, in California doing her residency. And her father uh, became ill with uh, cancer. Then when he passed, uh, she inherited the service company. So she kind of, um, kind of ditched the, the medical profession for a bit to come, by, come back and make a go of carrying on the, you know, the family business. And... During the course of it, uh, we kind of began to ask ourselves, why is it so difficult to find people to hire, uh, you know, as technicians? And where do they go to get trained? And, of course, did a little poking around and figure out there's hardly any place to get any kind of training. It's all pretty much done on the job. So decided to um, start the training academy. Got with one of her uh, lead technicians from the service company and found him a spot and set it up and set up a curriculum and off they went. So this was back in 2013. Um, I, I spent uh, about 20 years in uh, IT, uh, mostly with AT&T doing networking stuff, working on backbone routers for UVerse and that sort of thing. And in 2018, I took a severance from them to uh, kind of try to take over the day-to-day -day stuff for uh, the academy because Heather was uh, Heather had a full-time job uh, doing consulting work for pharmaceutical companies and was just kind of running the academy on the side. So it was doing okay, but it really wasn't getting much attention. Uh, there wasn't really any effort being put into trying to grow it and uh, improve it and whatnot. So I, I came in to try and take all the day-to-day -day stuff off of her plate so that we could focus a bit more on trying to improve it and grow it and uh, uh, turn it into something a little bigger than what it was at the time. So, um, and you've hit, kind of had you've kind of had a couple evolutions through. We there. have, yeah. Uh, in 2018 uh, and 2019, were uh, 2018 was a decent year for us, and we thought uh, it was time to try and move to a new location, uh, upgrade. So we did that. Uh, and it was interesting the way that the timing on that worked out um, because we were, we found a place and were scheduled to move in July of uh, 2019. 
And in June of 2019, we got contacted by the uh, uh, Four Seasons Resort down in Nevis, which is a little island down in the Caribbean area, like off St. Kitts or whatnot. But they have residencies that have uh, appliances and they have a maintenance staff and none of their maintenance staff had any idea how to uh, fix appliances. So their their director of maintenance had contacted me, and we started bouncing ideas back and forth. You know, he's he's inquiring how much it would cost, and you know where to put them up, and all that. And I thought, why don't we come down there and train you at your place? So we struck a deal with them, and so during our, our June class was actually down there at the resort in in Nevis. Our instructor went down there and trained them on site, which gave us the opportunity to get everything moved from our old no, no location to the new one. And it kind of just all seamlessly fell together. And then when he came back and uh, for the August class, everything was ready to go. Um, so then in um, things rolling along and doing good. And then of course, coronavirus comes along in 2020. And we're thinking, oh God, you know, what does this mean for us? You know, it was cause you know, I mean, it was panic you know everybody nobody knew what was going to happen um and we we did get shut down uh for the month of april in 2020 um so we had some people registered but we had to you know we had to give them refunds and we're thinking god you know do we have to we have to go online is anybody even if they let us open are people going to want to come and do in-person classes are people going to be too scared you know of the virus to do that and we were really bracing for the worst so, but they did let us open back up in May. We had a small class in May and then the June class was a little bigger. And then by July, our classes were full for the rest of the year with people on waiting lists. And we thought, wow, you know, this has really been like, a, you know, a, a blessing to us. I mean, we were just extremely fortunate. I mean, I know there's so many, you know, small businesses out there that just, they went under and never came, never recovered from it. But you know, for us, it, it really turned things around for us. Um, you know, we can speculate why. I suppose it's uh, you know, there were so many people who were in industries that were negatively impacted by it and had to get out and look and find other work. And because appliance repair was everywhere I heard was deemed an essential service, you know, that was as uh, good, good an option as anything else. So classes started filling up in, I think, November of 2020. Uh, we got contacted, well, Heather got contacted by a reporter from the Washington Post and their business section had uh, a subsection that was on business, you know, post coronavirus and it just how coronavirus has affected the business world in different aspects. And she was doing something specifically on appliance repair. Somebody else she had talked to had turned them on, turned her on to us. And so she did an interview with, um, with Heather. And so we were in the Washington Post. Then the uh, the Today Show got wind of it from the Washington Post article. So then a Today Show person called Heather and the next thing you know, she, she was doing an interview for them on there. So for us, it was, I mean, it was just all kind of this perfect storm of everything coming together and just aligning, stars aligning at the right time. And um, really, really kind of changed the, you know, direction we were going and and uh so you know we've we've taken that and run with it and made some changes in 2021 to kind of uh improve our capacity and improve the training program 
Yeah, let's let's talk about that because <clears throat> when you guys started out, so when when I first got into appliance repair, um, your class was like three weeks long, give or take, um, right. and and it was like training, and then there was ride-alongs, and like you know you have to find a place to stay, and that was like for me as as a technician, like I didn't have time to be able to do that. Um, but in this process of like kind of revisiting the way you do things, you've, you've kind of even tweaked that side of things up a little bit. So could talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So, and, and that was always, uh, you know, taking the phone calls from people asking questions was one of the, one of the barriers for a lot of people was that the class was three weeks. So, and like you mentioned, it was previously, it was, it was a three week class Monday through Friday for three weeks. And there was a, a, a heavy focus on certifications, uh, the, the PSA, the professional service association, uh, their certification and the, uh, the NASTEC, which is ISECT's appliance repair certification. And then there was, of course, like you mentioned, a ride along day. Uh, but a lot of people I've talked to would say, man, you know, especially ones who had current jobs say I can get two weeks off, but I, I can't do three just, and it's just, you know, the, the cost of the course is one thing, but you add on an extra week's worth of lodging and whatnot if you're coming from out of state and then it's it gets, you know, too expensive. But so we always thought if we find a way we get this down to two weeks, it'd be a game changer. And what we ended up deciding was in the in the old format, that third week was primarily dedicated towards those certification exams. The ride along was on Monday and then there was, you know, a day that was spent um uh, prepping and reviewing for the exams, and then two whole days it was spent taking them. And th a lot of the feedback we'd gotten from previous students and from some of the service providers who had sent students to us was that for them there wasn't much of a premium on the on the certifications. I mean, they, they yeah, because uh, you I, can. I mean, can you you can essentially take those certifications online, right? right like, yeah, there's no. You're not prepping for it like you guys were prepping, you know, a technician for it. But you could essentially go find the study material and then take that same thing online. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I mean, the certifications have some value, but I think it's primarily if for people who are going to be looking for a job afterwards. So they can say when they apply, they go, well, I don't have the experience, but I have these certifications, which might make up for it for a bit. Service providers who sent us techs to train didn't care about the certifications at all. They were like, I just want a tech back who can go out and start working. So we, we, we eliminated the certifications out of the program. And um, the ride-along day is still available if, if people want it. They just have to stay and, you know, until the, extra, uh, the Monday after class is over to, to do it. But um, we did that. And... We, we changed the, um, the curriculum a bit because previously with it focusing on the certification, that meant a lot more classroom time teaching the theory stuff because that's what certain, you know, multiple choice tests are. It's mostly just theory, right? We wanted to get much more time hands-on. So eliminating that allowed for us to do that. Um, we got uh, a, a new instructor. Our old instructor who carried us, you know, from 2013 through 2020 had retired. Uh, we got a new guy uh, who was a service provider himself, and he kind of came in and injected some, some you know, some new blood into the program. Uh, being you know, being a service provider himself, so he 
he uh, was approaching the training from that kind of a perspective. Like, okay, what if I was training these guys, what would I want them to know how to do before I felt comfortable sending them out in the field to start doing jobs? Um, so it's the, uh, the, the training that we offer now, we feel um, benefits the, uh, the technicians much more. It, it prepares them much better because instead of sitting in a classroom looking at PowerPoints and going over, you know, what kind of questions they might see on the test, they're actually spending more time out in the lab actually doing things that they will be doing in the field, practicing those skills and learning them and getting comfortable with them. Yeah, coming from the aviation side of things, I so I went to, uh, in college, I was in aviation maintenance. And so that's, we had classroom time and then we had our, um, lab time right. and all of us, you know, like you, you need to understand a little bit of theory, right. Sure. To make things work. But, um, the lab time is just like so valuable, especially as, as an employer, like having a technician that's had a little bit of turning the wrenches time, they may be handy or whatever, but actually having them taking that theory and applying it without having to deal with it in a customer house, there's, there's a huge value, um, in that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We definitely feel that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a hands-on job. So you should get some hands-on training with it. Uh, That's really just the best way it, it, it keeps the students much more engaged and the, the retention is much better because they can take, they take what they learn and they immediately go out and, and start putting it to use and through trial and error, you know, in an environment where they're allowed to make mistakes and learn from them, uh, they're able to put uh, put everything together much more quickly and uh, and improve their skill set uh, more efficiently. So, uh, Chris, uh, all that sounds uh, really good, man. I think you guys have uh, really managed the business and, and the growth aspect of what you guys have been doing. Uh, but to stay on that same path, a uh, question I have here is uh, with appliance repair being such a broad field and so many different types of manufacturers and different appliances, uh, one thing I've noticed uh, in the field myself that would be more difficult for any basic person coming into a uh, into this field would be thinking through the problems and uh, disassembling the appliances, uh, different things like that. So, would you uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the type of things that uh, you do in the course of the two weeks and, and the different types of appliances you have on hand, uh, if, okay. if you will. Yeah. So um, the course starts off, uh, the first couple of days are primarily theory stuff. So uh, one of the things we hit pretty hard is basic electricity. Um, we found that there's, you know, uh, there's a lot of techs out there who kind of, they can get by, but they really don't understand basic electricity to the degree that they probably should. Um, so, you know, we, we teach, we teach that, uh, you know, and how to read um, uh, schematics and, uh, you know, that problems. is a question. That is a question we get in our Appliance Alliance Facebook group. I I swear, like, it feels like every week we have that yeah. question. Like, how do you read diagrams? How do I read <laughs> yeah. this man? You know what I mean? Like, it's a, like a five-word answer. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's yeah. a an answer in five words. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I imagine most of them have, have learned on the fly, you know, on the job and didn't really have anybody to sit down and just take the time to properly explain it to them, you know which is one of the disadvantages of trying to learn on the job. Um, well, we start them off with that and, uh, you know, some refrigeration and gas theory. And after that, they, they, the class is kind of broken down into modules where they'll take, uh, you know, a particular appliance type, you know, 
front load washers, whatever. They'll they'll learn a little bit in the class, and then they'll they'll take it out in the lab and uh, start picking them apart. We go over what the um, the the principles of operation, you know, what the major components are, how everything is supposed to work when it's functioning properly, um, what common faults are, uh, you know, some troubleshooting strategies. Um, we've uh, we've actually made some improvements in the lab area uh, where we have some actual kitchenettes built out with built-in appliances. Uh, so, so the uh, students can, I mean, cause so it's one thing you learn how these things work and the, we've heard some of them say they get on their first job and go, okay, well, how do I get this thing out of the wall, you know, to actually <laughs> start working on exactly. it. Um, so uh, it's, it's stuff like that. We, we have, uh, we have a, a good mix of uh, every type of appliance out there. We don't really teach anything that's very brand spe specific. Uh, because obviously, you know, like you said, I mean, that, you know, if you started trying to teach everything for every brand, it would be a, an extremely long course and probably pretty expensive. You'd never be done. You'd right. never be done because these engineers, every, I feel like every month is like, hey, we're going to do this now. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> right. But we, you know, we, we make sure, we try to make sure that they understand the, uh, the things that are, are, are common with a particular appliance among all the appliances, you know, the big, the major components that, that really make them work. A washer is um, a washer, a dryer is a dryer, a fridge is a fridge. Like we, we try and say the same thing. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Right. And my, you know, my background is under appliance repair and it admittedly, I really know very little about it, but you know, my understanding is with, from, from brand to brand, most of the things that differentiate them are more kind of features and, you know, control, cosmetic, yeah, yeah. things like that. Um, which, you know, there'll be plenty of time to learn all that stuff, I guess, as they get out there and, and start getting more experience. Um, but we, we wrap up with, um, with a little bit of sealed systems. Our two week class doesn't go great into great depth in, in the sealed systems. Um, you know, typically those are jobs that are handled by techs with more experience and we don't want to try and pile too much onto them uh, at once. But we do have uh, two weekend classes and the, our, our Saturday class that's offered twice a month is, is a sealed system. It's more of an intermediate level to advanced level class. Uh, and it's it was we put that one together for those guys who've been do, in, in repair for a while and are looking to say, now I'm going to take that next step and try and get into sealed systems work. So. We go a bit more heavy into the theory and teaching them, you know, how to weigh in charges and evacuate the system and get them a lot of hands on time on, you know, the oxyacetylene torch and brazing and, uh, you know, how to safely do all that. Um, and then we have a Sunday class that uh, covers R600 and lock ring, which, um, I mean, I'm sure you guys are familiar, you know, R600 is the new thing. We're going to. We're going to stomp out global warming, you know, by going to <laughs> build R600, right? And yeah. So, um, uh, and, you know, and, and, and people who want to, you know, learn how to use the lock ring system, um, that's what that's what that class is for. Never mind the other waste that we create. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm glad you talked about the uh, refrigeration side of things, like, because there are, it again, that's another thing, like, Hey, how do I read a manual? Hey, how do I do sealed system work? Like these are the things that we hear on a fairly consistent basis. Like it's a mystery to, to some of these technicians. Um, and I feel like being guilty of this myself, 
if you're an owner operator and you're out there on the road and you're trying to train guys and you're trying to do jobs like it, there's just no way to process through all this in, uh, on the job in in any semblance of anything that makes could help someone to understand it right like you need that classroom time where it's dedicated focused on hey this is what the theory is and then you take it to the lab and okay here's how you put that theory into practical application i i really like the way that you guys kind of structure things it it uh i think that's pretty cool about the sealed system class chris uh you know i, I think you really uh hit it on the head there that that is is the next level for any tech right. coming through uh they they master the laundry the cooking uh you know basic refrigeration uh refrigerator repairs dishwasher whatever uh if, if you're looking to step your game up to the next level you know we were talking in the uh in the pre-roll uh you know 80 80k 100k uh, you want to hit that kind of salary you you uh, have to do the sealed system work and and it's out there uh so yeah. uh what I'm interested in is, is uh, you know, one day uh, for the sealed system, and then, of course, the 600 and the lock ring is great for the second day. Uh, how much hands-on time does a person get in that uh, Saturday class? Uh, and, and the techs generally come out feeling pretty comfortable? Well, the, the feedback we've got on it has all been really good. Uh, it's it's about an eight-hour class, so, you know, it's, it's all day. Uh, and... You know, it's probably, uh, you know, two hours worth is, is, you know, kind of more classroom going over theory stuff. And then the rest of it would be, uh, you know, actually getting out in the lab and and uh, and doing hands-on training with it. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes a good little while. We, we did a little uh, hands-on uh, impromptu sealed system training up in Illinois uh, back in April. Some of the guys on the uh, that's been following us uh, know about that, uh, and, and it really and catch grief about opinion, it on it takes, a regular basis. Yeah, it, it, it takes a it takes a little bit more hands on, a little bit more uh, attention to it, uh, more structure. You know, we were kind of loosely just messing around in the building in the back. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I think that's a good approach. Uh, I, I wanted to also ask you about the. Uh, the ride-along day. I know you said it's kind of, it's there if you want it. Uh, it's not necessarily pushed, uh, but logistically, how, how do you guys do that? Is, is it still the uh, original service business, uh, the dire service business that uh, Heather's father ran? Is that is that what you're doing? No, she, she actually sold that off uh, about three years ago uh, to her uncle. Um, we had, there's another service company in, uh, in, Fort Worth here. That's a, a larger provider. They're a pretty good size, and uh, Heather has a good working relationship with the owner with them. And so, we, we she actually Dyer actually trained some of their techs uh, early on in our our process. Now they've become big enough now that they have their own internal uh, training program. Uh, but um, we would always um, we'd always tell them, hey, we've got uh, you know eight, nine, ten techs uh, looking for ride-alongs, and then they, they were big enough that they could divvy them all up and assign them out. And, um, you know, they would go that Monday morning and meet up with them and spend the day out in the field. It's, I mean, it, it's a good, it's a great 
program. It's really eye-opening for a lot of techs, and it's it, it's something that we wish we could, you know, make like more. But with the, you know, with the ten days that we have, it's kind of it was one of the things yeah, that kind of cramming got put a on. lot in. Yeah, you're cramming yeah. a lot in in ten days. I mean, yeah. really. Yeah, but they can still do it, you know, if they if they want to stay. Uh, so, you know, our class would be Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday. If they wanted to stay until the next Monday, I mean, we can get them into it. That's not a problem. Um, uh, but, you know, we haven't had a lot of takers on it so far. Just some of the, a couple of the people who are local have done it, but the ones who are out of state are ready to get back <laughs> after two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, so what a good one of the things we kind of, yeah, for sure. One of the things we kind of talked about in the pre-roll was um, like you're taking this, you know, like if, if me or EJ was to go in and try and train a guy, like this could be a three month, a six month, a nine month, a year process, right? Um, and just in your two weeks, because you're giving so much dedicated time to a technician, like you're shortening the process, the the barrier of entry for us teaching a technician is just so much lower. Like there's, you'd have to be crazy not to send someone down to you guys to, to get that two weeks of training and and yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I think the way I think that the service providers should look at it is, you know, they they can say, well, okay, here there's a cost involved with sending them to us. You know, two thousand, and if you, I mean, just to make round numbers, you say two thousand and another thousand for lodging and whatnot, you know, three grand, or you could go 3,500. Well, they, the question they need to ask themselves is, okay, 3,500 would equal how much time in pay to that tech, right? So that's not comes, it doesn't come out to much. I mean, it's, you know, a couple of uh, three weeks or something like that, you know, depending on what you're paying them. So they have to ask themselves, can I accomplish with on the job training in that amount of time, what they can accomplish you know, in two weeks' time for, for the same amount of money, right? Because I can tell you the answer is no. No. no the answer no. is no. No, we, we uh, really feel that what we, we can get, what our two weeks is about, is at least the equivalent of about three months' worth of uh, <clears throat> on-the-job training. Uh, right. And, 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 and potentially, the, potentially a little more. And the other thing on that is, uh, you know, with, with one ride-along day, it just kind of gives them a taste. But if what you're doing in two weeks, followed by uh, another month of ride-alongs with the business that they're working for, yeah. I mean, you, you can really take the foundation that you guys set up and build on it. Uh, I, I think right. that's just a yeah. formula for success. Yeah, because when they come back, you know, I mean, it's, it's difficult to start from scratch with somebody, you know, in something like this, right? But when they come back and if they need to ride along, you know, a few weeks more, everything's going to make much more sense to them. It's going to make the job of the person trying to train them so much easier um, and, um, uh, you know, much more efficient. It's going to be a lot less distracting and a lot less frustrating. And, you know, we feel that, uh, you know, ultimately it, it will help with their, you know, retain because, you know, people get out there and try and learn on the job and get frustrated, just as likely to quit as they are anything else, you know, you know, and go, ah, I can't get this and that, you know, either quit or not put in their best effort, you know, towards it. So, but you get them in, you get them in an environment where they can soak it in. And like I said, you know, one of the other more important is they're in an environment where they, they're allowed to make mistakes and learn from them. Uh, and then, and then get them back out in the real world. And it's going to, it's going to make the job a lot, a lot faster and a lot easier. 
Awesome. I uh, <clears throat> I think we want to try and work out uh, coming down and take that sealed system class because yeah. I have some experience in it, but I'm kind of new to uh, doing it in a house. So maybe the Appliance Alliance uh, podcast crew will be uh, coming down to visit you guys sometime here yeah, in absolutely. the near future. I think it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, EJ, do you have any questions as as we go ahead and wrap up today, or any final closing thoughts from you, EJ? I don't necessarily have any more uh, questions, but man, uh, I'll tell you, I, I vaguely knew about Dyer. I've looked into it before, but like Zach, I, I thought you know three weeks. Uh, that's kind of tough, and and I didn't really know a whole lot. I did get to see the uh, interview that uh, Heather done on on what was it the Today Show. Or, they show, or yeah, what, yeah that, that was really cool. Uh, so after talking to you, man, I, I'm just really impressed with the business that you're running, uh, and, and the way it started. You know, as as business owners, we know we're here to solve a problem, and, and what right. what innovation to notice a problem and create a solution and turn it into a uh, you know a national nationally successful business. Uh, you know, I commend you guys. You guys are doing good. You seem to be a, a great team. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Well, that's that's yeah that that's our that's what we want. And you know, going forward, we especially this year, we really want to get ourselves out there as we are a resource for service providers as much as anything else. Of course, you know, there's a, a good percentage of our students who are uh, just you know self-sponsored and looking to get into the business and and you know land a job otherwise. But uh, you know, we really think that. Uh, if service providers weigh the pros and cons, they'll see what the advantages are to outsourcing their training. Well, guys, that has been uh, our interview with Chris Yoder from Dyer Academy. Um, definitely, thank you for that, Chris. It was it was Absolutely. a pleasure to chat with you today. Um, we're going to make sure that we drop the link to to Dyer Academy in there. And uh, we kind of talked in the pre-roll. Maybe, maybe some kind of cool is going to be coming out of Appliance Alliance and and Dyer Academy. Just stay tuned. We'll stay tuned, audience out. members. We're uh, wait, we're wait. working that out. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh uh, well. So that has been the Appliance Alliance podcast, and we are signing off.